Yeah. You know, if you need yeah. help loading in or loading well, out, we got you. I do this all the time. At the end of the event, there we're hauling out barrels right and left, and I, there's at least 20 grown men that says, my truck's right over there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Always trying to get it. Well, appreciate y'all calling yeah, we, in. Yeah, sorry we weren't able to make it in person, and um, I think Cody and I both have just been slammed here with the holidays. Oh, I'm sure. Um, trying to get 2024 going as you guys, I'm sure, same way. Well, I'm going to tell you this event right here is probably the one I'm most excited about this year. So uh, what y'all have done with this already is amazing, and I'm excited for this year. And just uh, tell us a little bit about it. Well, introduce yourself first. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go first, Brian. I'll turn. But um, I'm Cody Robinson. Um, so this is year number nine um, for Birmingham already, which is hard to believe that wow. it's. Uh, I remember we were sitting in the room years ago, and it was a uh, another guy's initial brainchild. Uh, his name's Scott Thorne, and and uh, he's got a great story and testimony behind the reason we do it. And uh, yeah, the fact that it's morphed into a <clears throat> sought after especially in the southeast you know kind of regional event is it's uh it's pretty amazing but um yeah anyway i've been on the committee since since day one and, and uh, my wife you know is associated she's she's actually got um multiple sclerosis which is what the whole whole event really represents is, is to support the national msi um that was the initial draw and, and she helps out with it a ton but it's uh it's been a fun fun ride and a fun journey and it's it's pretty amazing for the people that's never attended this event to to see the caliber that it is, I mean, it, it puts Kentucky to shame in, in some ways because <laughs> we steal so many of the distillers. Awesome. <laughs> like, what does it take to put on something like that? I mean, it's to, to, to be able to, to reconfigure everybody's taste in a whole metro is, is a, a tall order. So, like, like in terms of the marketing, in terms of to get the word out, like, what, what went into that? Yeah, same point. I'll probably turn it over to, to Brian here in a second because he said he does a great job talking about how we've expanded it and the origin of how we had really the access to these distillers, which is a pretty unique situation. But, mm-hmm. but go ahead, Brian, if you want to take that. Yeah, I, uh, I'm Brian Farr. I've been with the uh, working with the National MS Society in Birmingham since year two. My wife was actually a product of the National MS Society's leadership program, um, and they got to talk. Other ways that we could get involved, and she said at the time we were dating. She said, "Well, my boyfriend drinks bourbon," um, <laughs> and sure, you know, eight years later, you know, it's a it's a, a group of us that have grown, you know, uh, together to be able to put this event on. Um, and we started off. I mean, honestly, it was grassroots. I remember that that second year I was there. You know, the numbers weren't big, but the people that were there were were the difference. And now, of course, we've gotten a lot bigger, but the people have really been the same. Um, obviously more of them, but still more people about the mission, more people about uh, bourbon in general, you know, really kind of plugged into Facebook groups. Um, at that point, you know, Facebook, you know, everybody you know, was, was drinking in the closet, I guess. And so Facebook really. Is <laughs> Other than you, but, uh, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Other than me, but I guess everybody, you know, those Facebook groups are really what brought I think a lot of bourbon drinkers together. You may see some guy at a tailgate or you may go to the bar and know this guy. Um, but I think it really put, you, I mean, you'd get on a Facebook group and you're like, oh man, Fred two doors down, he drinks bourbon too. I'm going to yeah, start sure. hanging out with Fred. Yep. Um, and so what it allowed us to bring, life. yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it just allowed us to bring, bring more people together through the, the art of social media. 
there's a lot of science behind social media now that wasn't there when we first started. Um, so we, we continue to get schooled on that. Um, but a lot of it was a lot of it was that just grassroots posting um, a lot of stuff, just working with the National MS Society. They have a lot of other great events um, that they put on for uh, bike MS. Um, there's walks, there's, you know, they're, they're doing stuff across the country. And so they, they have that access to talk through and, and to bring other people into the event. And then of course the, uh, the spirits side of it, uh, we were very fortunate. Uh, so Cody mentioned Scott Thorne, the other side of that, uh, this, the, uh, the bourbon baby, we'll call it, uh, was Brian Gilbo, um, who worked at the time for uh, a large distiller or a large, uh, distributor. And so we've been able to partner with him and utilize his contacts and um, relationships that he's developed in the in the southeast and really across the well, at least to Kentucky. I'm sure he spans the country, but we'll at least give him to Kentucky. Um, <laughs> but to be able to bring in big names, products, um, marketing, um, and really just help us navigate the the legal component of hosting Birmingham. So sure. um, but those, those are some of the big things. I know I'll get on a tangent talking about Birmingham. I think we all will. So um, you will cut me off at any time as long as we're not sitting at but the what, bar. What, what's your favorite bourbon that you're going to be drinking during the, the event? <laughs> is, is that a hard, hard answer? It's all. Well, I always, I always feel like I become a, a fanboy, and, and people are like, "Oh man, you're just plugging something," and like, "Who's, who's giving you mailbox money for mentioning this on the radio?" <laughs> well, well, what's the stuff that gets you drunk that, that you really enjoy? I think that's kind of the question I'm asking as a journalist. Well, yeah, and so I, so I, I drink a lot of Old Forester products because they, they, they have everything. Yeah, I mean they 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 do a good job with it, and there's stuff like if you want some 86 to put into some some lower cocktails, if there's a such thing as a, a session bourbon, um, you know that you can you can drink all day, you might be able to do that. And if you're just looking for one or two, well, they've got some stuff on that end as well. Um, and so I, I think that that for me is the the brand I usually go after. That's yeah, a, I think for a, me, that's mine, a good one. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I, I gravitate a lot towards towards Willet, and they they have a good. A good connection with us down there as well, and then um, I mean, E.H. Taylor, is a good one. I mean, you know, the laundry list is long. Um, and, you know, as we were talking about, as we were talking about the um, kind of the evolution of how we expanded the just the reach. Yeah, there's a lot that went into it, but honestly, if you if you throw a, you know if you throw out the the phrase Pappy Van Week on throwing a, a a roll tide or a, a war eagle, it basically <laughs> sold out. But so yeah, that, that's the thing with whiskey, though, is that it's it, it's a very much like have and have nots type genre of booze. That it, yeah, like yep. what's your favorite bottom shelf stuff to drink? Because I would, I'll drink Pappy every day of the week, sure, if it's put in front of me. But <laughs> but like, what if like that's all you've got? You know, what what what's your choice on that one? I grew up. On I well, honestly, I think Old Forester still hits me because it it's is. still That's fantastic. It's got, yeah. it's got some budget-friendly products. It's got some high high-level stuff. So mm -hmm. you know, depending on where you're at in your pay period, I mean, you can you can still leave the store happy. Absolutely. And always tell people yeah. I had some uh, Pappy Twenty Three. I gave a blind sample to a buddy of mine, and he said it tasted like shit because he had no idea what it was. <laughs> if he knew what it was, he wouldn't have said that. But That's he, true. he had no idea, so he's not. like, "This is gross." He was just like a, a power bill that you just drank. Yeah. It's like, it's great. Sleep. So what's the date on this? What's the date on this? And also how can people get tickets if they need to? 
Yeah, um, it should be January 21st. Uh, I think it's, is it 2 to 6 p.m.? Is that right, Brian? It is. Our VIP will open up, but unfortunately, those are already gone. Um, <laughs> a little late in the day, but yes. Yeah, it's, it's up at D Club in, in Birmingham. Uh, Bourbonham.com is, is, is really the best place to go as far as your, your source on, on that one. And um, yeah, we actually had a, we opted off of Pappy 23 last year, and, and the, the winner actually dropped and busted it. So there's a, <laughs> we, we have a good time there. We just no, throw, I want to hear the story the- about that. <laughs> I, I didn't actually see it, but there's, there's merchandise that has, uh, morphed out of this, it's going to. But it was a whole bottle of of unopened yeah. pappy got busted on the floor. That is it did. It did. It was actually so. <laughs> every year we typically have great silent auction items and raffle items, or uh, prize drawing items, as the people of Alabama will call it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, this particular year, one of our board members won it. And he said, you know, somebody else was like, hey, I'll just buy that from you. And then I'll turn around and we can we can live auction it. And so in the matter of about 15 to 20 minutes, we end up live auctioning this bottle off. And this gentleman won it. And when he went to collect it, um, he, he walked away and, well, he had, we'll call yeah, him bourbon full, finger. He went full, like, Mazel like, just busted it. <laughs> like. No, it, 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 like, it just went, it went out, uh, he just, he dropped it. So Man. I guess I, I said he had, had bourbon fingers instead of butter fingers. But uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it, it shattered right there. And that was, that was all she wrote. But uh, it's been a good topic of conversation over the last sure. year. And oh, we hope not to relive it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the event. The event draws all kinds of good things. Like like Brian said, the sign auction has always been huge. Uh, his wife and I both have, have helped a lot grow that. And then there's always a, a free cigar bar as well. And you're talking about some good sticks that are there uh, for people that are into into that combination of um, you oh, know cigars cool. and bourbon. So yeah, it's it's really cool. And then we you'll have some you know Brown Foreman will be there, and, and various distillers tend to come down. Uh, even even the face of Yellowstone was down there uh, this past time, which was was really cool. Is Kevin Costner? So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. Like I've been in the restaurant industry for over 20 years, and I'll have to say I've never heard of Bourbon Ham until this year. And then one of, <laughs> one of my reps told me about it, got us some tickets for Boozy Spirits, so me and Matt could come. I started looking into it, and it's like, like you said, the ninth year. It's at the club. It's three hundred and fifty mm-hmm. plus bourbons are going to be there. You can taste. So we're getting a hotel yeah. room, so we can, you know. Yeah, be we've safe. got a crew of about ten going now. So is there enough room for mm-hmm. me to sleep, like, like in that <laughs> hotel room? Come on, like, yeah. I'll get a press pass. I'm sure the guys on the other end will, <laughs> you know, grant it to me. Yeah, we got we got Ryan Phillips here from the Tuscaloosa patch. He's going to share this on the was it Birmingham patch? Yeah, absolutely. No, like we're we're big fans of everything y'all do. Uh, that, and I'm sure you remember the whole free the hops era in Alabama. That that what y'all yeah. are doing are, are is 20 years ahead of uh, of that. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm just really excited to see it. So you know, any, any kind of support y'all need, I'll throw the weight of my institution behind it. What whatever that institution is, so there you go. <laughs> no, we we appreciate it very much. It was it is kind of funny how when this started, and then just seeing how the world just really started to morph into uh, just bourbon drinkers across the board. I think what's always been the most fun for me is when you come across somebody that considers themselves to be a bourbon connoisseur, and they come to this event, and they're like, "Holy crap, I don't know anything about bourbon," which is my favorite thing. Too. Yeah, very <laughs> cool. people get humbled. Yeah. How many different anyway. ones there are. And I guess Gilbo, he'll be there. He will. 
I've, I've talked to Gilbo a whole lot through trying to acquire new tequilas and stuff for my restaurant jalapenos, but I have never met him in person. So I'm looking forward to meeting Gilbo in person. Uh, he's an awesome dude. Just as long as you're not one of those release day email guys. We try to keep those guys off the, uh, <laughs> off the list. <laughs> uh, Gil- Gilbo's been awesome with me, helping me out, getting getting new products in the state and everything. He's been really cool. Awesome. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, and, you know, you mentioned the free the hops folks. I think they kind of paved the way to, to help make those pieces successful for us. But um, Brian's actually, he's moved from his role in, and now supports us at a state level. Um, and so I think that has just only stood to increase our relationships. And um, and I think it's been beneficial for the you know, restaurant owners, managers, owners, operators uh, in the state as well. Like you said, getting new products. It's really helped out for the bourbon um, but lots of fun things going on with other spirits as well. Well, I, I'm interested to know that, like, uh, like I lived through the whole free the hops fight. Like, like, what is it going to take to have actual like liquor distilleries in small towns here? Is there, are, are there state laws that are blocking us, or like, 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 what's going on? Like, what's stopping us in Tuscaloosa County from having like a bourbon still here? I'm sure, you know, anything kind of comes down to what taxation, right? Absolutely. Um, how are you going to do that? But, you know, we've got some, we've got a couple of Alabama brands. What do we have? Uh, Beatling, we've got, is, is it Horse Soldier that's up towards Huntsville? Something yeah, like, like that. Clyde Mays. I think that's another one. That's Dread River. Clyde Mays. Yeah, we've got yeah. Dread River right yeah, there in Birmingham. Dread River. So we've got, we've got stuff. I think a lot of it just comes down to, you know, sheer cost and operation for getting, oh, getting it off the ground. And then, you, you know, you're looking at, what a you know a bourbon product it has to be aged a certain amount of time mm-hmm. and if you do nobody's got the capital to put up a bunch of barrels to sit and wait mm-hmm. and so then you're like okay well i'm just going to source and i'm going to sell somebody else's product and then when you come out with yours it doesn't it doesn't taste the same and so it's just it's, it's a marketing nightmare i definitely wouldn't want to take it on um, but i but, think we've but got should some, we be we've okay got in alabama. alabama should we be okay in alabama to just like sit back and like wait on it because i don't trust the government to like <laughs> you, you don't, you don't trust like, the government right that we just had another uh, like a, a fifth stall on like the whole marijuana dispensary thing so it's like if they can't get that right they're not going to be able to get like liquor distillery right so i don't know i'm, I, I'm well, not trying to put you on the spot it's just one of those we could benefit so sorely from that yeah in tuscaloosa and we've just the, the, it's almost like there's no interest so I don't, know. I don't know who's coming after it's a good question it's definitely one of those things that's you know above my pay grade um sure. decision oh, yeah. making wise or you just need to do a better job with your facebook groups maybe mm. there's somebody just down the road that's got something that you're that's looking for no, it's a, it's a great question. Yeah. I'd say uh, there's probably 40 steals right there in Tuscaloosa now. I just don't even those about it. <laughs> exactly. That's right. <laughs> hey, hey, there, there is a, a legal operation. The Bama Shines, have you heard of them? Yeah, definitely have. We had a, yeah. a rep came on a few weeks ago, let us try some of their product, and it was actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. They had an aged the moonshine that. they did, and it was really good. It's awesome. It's been cool to really see how people have innovated um, – and, and still stay as true as possible to the to the ground roots of, of bourbon. You know, I think for a while there, there were a couple of years where it was people were throwing stuff out right and left, and it was just terrible. You know, yeah, but now sure. people have really settled into it, and you know, you got to lean into that limestone water too. There's just a lot of it down here Absolutely. in general, which is good. 
But what I'd really like to hear just a little bit, I, I know Justin had already asked about it, but just expound a little bit of, uh, like on who is going to benefit from, from the event. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I'll start, um, Brian, if it's okay. Um, cause yeah, actually, of course. Uh, Scott Thorne, who had the original idea, um, had, had actually just recently been diagnosed at the time, uh, with multiple sclerosis. And, um, it was just one of those things. It was kind of a passion project to, for him. It's kind of an idea. I think one of his biggest things is, you know, it is for the National MS Society, but he's a big proponent of, you know, how does it serve? How can we do things that really benefit people here locally in, in Alabama? Mm-hmm. And, of course, now Mississippi and Louisiana and, and people who actually live with with MS. So it's, um, I think we raised just over $380,000 wow. uh, this last year. Um, so we're, we're, we're always pushing to try and cap that half a million, you know, now, is there so a, it's, it's a, a big, link or something that people can go to you to donate or. Yeah. I think, I think if you start internally with the, with the actual bourbonham.com and then there's an actual okay. site you can go to where you can find the tickets, you can donate. There's also a, uh, a, a national MS society, um, like a local chapter down here. So I, I appreciate y'all asking and kind of teeing that up. That's that's really who it's it's ultimately there for, and for sure. and one thing I'll say too before I turn it over to Brian is that um you know there's there's been a lot of things that people have done for MS, especially in, in Birmingham. There's been like a um, evening of wines events. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty high end event, for like thirty years, and and I think really the concept behind this was like how do you gain more awareness for people you know about the disease itself, but how do you do it with just a much more general population of people. And so that's, what's cool about it is it just, it feels like a good old boys gathering when you show yep. up. On- so. Yeah, I can't, I can't really add anything onto that. You know, I think we're over a million dollars after, after nine years. Um, and yeah, we're getting into the point now where it's just going to keep compounding, you know, uh, as we continue to grow, grow in the community, you know, word of mouth again has been our, our, our best friend. I think it's allowed us to, um, bring in great people, um, but also at the same time, you know, we're limited in size and all of us are, are professionals in, in other realms. So I don't know that we could take Birmingham um, to a, a full-time career for us. And so it kind of it kind of works out. But as we continue to grow, we look at other opportunities to add, you know, pop-up events that we can, you know, spread one, bring people to whiskey, bring people to bourbon, bring people I'm together. Bring people end- to whiskey. That's you're speaking my language. Yeah. Leave. <laughs> But for us, at the end of the day, I think the the big picture, like Cody said, is is raising awareness and raising Absolutely. monetary dollars um, to be able to support the National MS Society. And that um, I think it's easy for everybody to get distracted about five thirty Sunday night um, by everything else that's going on. Uh, but at the root of what we do is, is is supporting that. And Scott actually said at one time there, he said it's the poor man's wine auction, um, yeah. which kind of it's kind of fun because at the same time we're putting up some pretty big numbers and we're bringing in some pretty Absolutely. heavy hitters that are. Um, and so it's moved kind of on to where maybe we're like the mid-level wine auction, um, <laughs> blue collar maybe, um, but we're, we're moving on up um, and, and only getting better. So we appreciate you guys bringing us out, helping spread awareness for Birmingham. I feel like that should be spreading awareness for us, uh, but also for the MS society. So we appreciate it. Absolutely. Awesome. And we look forward to having you on after the show, kind of do a recap of it too. After the event. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you guys yeah, tell us your favorite, like, cheap bourbons that you really like, too. Like, I'm I'm going to be banking on that one. 
I'll, I'll go old charter on that one. I don't mind that one. I'll go, you know, got to make you twist a little bit when you sip it, but it gets the job done. That's right. And just that, nothing like, you know, was it benchmark eight has been in the well of every dive bar I've ever been to. Yeah. You can't beat so that. It's like, yeah. And you can all, well, you could beat it. You could beat it with a lot of things. Uh, but For the money. To be able, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like if you're Norm at Cheers and everybody knows your name, at That's least right. like anywhere you go, you're like, I can well call Benchmark and I know what I'm going to get. That's right. Um, <laughs> that is true. What about you guys? Y'all, 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 you know, we got to get caught up on your podcast, but what's what's kind of some of the ones that y'all gravitate toward? That's a tough question. I'm a Redwood Good. Empire guy right now. Redwood Empire yeah, is kind of my jam. We've been big on that one. Which a lot of people out of California. Yeah, it's hard to get in Alabama. Some of them, so the good ones. Yeah, Yeah, these are uppity folks on the other side (laughs) of the table. For me, I drink Evan Williams and Jim Beam. So, (laughs) we're thirty dollars a bottle. That's right. We're not much. Thirty dollars a bottle is a little high for me. So, (laughs) (laughs) nothing like some white label. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be excited to hear you guys' experience on the other end of the of the, of the event. So yeah, we'd love to do a do a follow up for sure. Yeah, for sure. Takeaways. Yeah, because this will be, be this will be our first time at Birmingham, so we're really looking forward. And to where's it, it going to be held at? Uh, it's up. At, it's it's called the club. It's a uh, it's usually a, like right. a private social club. We we basically claim the entire building um, for the whole day, so it's it's pretty Amazing. awesome. And there's. There's some VIP sections and whatnot too. As of right, as of this moment, there's only 50 tickets left for the the event on Sunday, and there awesome. might be 20 or 30 left for the VIP. So, and that's out of 1,500 tickets, general yeah, they, tickets. They, they so ain't letting my redneck ass into that's that awesome. thing. But, uh, <laughs> but I'll be cheering you on regardless. Please. Very, very cool. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys giving us a call. Definitely. Since you couldn't make it on, give us a call. I said we'll post this on. Give you some promotion about it and get some more. Put Absolutely. some links on there for sure. So, yeah, thank you. Appreciate with us. Time. Yeah. We look forward to. Yeah, meeting we'll do you. a better job next time of getting earlier. Oh, no great job. <laughs> yeah, we look forward to meeting y'all on the twenty first. Also, about to introduce ourselves and. Yeah, it'd be fun. We'll be we'll be, the, like we'll be the drunk rednecks over there, which is I don't know. It might not narrow. We'll be easy yeah. to spot. No, <laughs> we'll be the ones drinking bourbon. Not... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be the bourbon drinkers. Yep. Yep. Well, thank you, Cody and Brian. Thank y'all for calling in, Boozy Spirits. And I said we look forward to meeting y'all at the event and having y'all on after the show. Yeah. Appreciate it very much. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a good night. See you. See you. Bye.